1: We wanted men.
0: Welcome, everybody, to episode 29 of the Smugglers Galaxy podcast. This week is Toy Lana week. This is one of my favorite weeks in the year of the year in the toy collecting uh industry because our toy collecting world hobby, whatever you want to call it, um, because it's Toy Lana. I love toy lana I've been going for the last 10 years my wife comes with me to toy she has friends that she's made from toy i have friends that i've made from toy the club has grown from toy we've made awesome connections at toy it's just 3 days of wall to wall to wall toys and collectibles it's an amazing time of year um I guess I need to introduce myself because I'm just so freaking excited about Toylanta. Uh I'm Glenn, and with me, waiting patiently in the wings for me to shut up about Toylana is Jason. Jason,
1: how are you? I'm doing great. I mean, you get a quarter every time you say Toylana. so no, it's, it's it's fine. I mean, you're raking in the money there, earning some funds for Toylana.
0: Yes, I need it too. Because you spend a lot of money at Toylana.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Cha-ching. <laughs> Another quarter. I'm doing good this week, yeah, uh, let's just let's just bring down the veil because I can't pretend this is we're recording this after episode twenty seven so this was a couple weeks ago. So we're not covering the news this week. We're just talking about our plans for conventions coming up, and then we're gonna talk into displaying. So let's just be real,
0: yeah, <laughs> so yeah, after anyway, after we got recording uh, episode twenty seven we took a quick break, and the mail passed. So I actually have a pickup, but oh, it's cool. not a Star Wars pickup. Um, I was hoping for my chi- piece from China to show up, but um, I had bought a, and I, it will be at. I will wear it proudly at Toylanta. Um I got a Bill and Ted Hawaiian shirt that just came in.
1: So something it's in the mailbox.
0: The, something in it's Yeah. So it'll be there. You'll be able to see it this weekend.
1: No, I got something. Sorry. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Oh, sorry
0: do <laughs> you got something in the mailbox too
1: yeah it's up there i don't know if it's for me or for what but
0: oh you hadn't you hadn't looked yet
1: no i just checked the delivery and it's delivered so sorry no go ahead i interrupted finish oh yourself. no
0: it, it, it's fine man the only reason i knew that the mail had passed is he had slid a box in under our gate and i was like and i went hold on i got more crap coming so i ran out to the mailbox real quick but um my wife has discovered Makari, which is scary Yeah. <laughs> um. But you know that you've got a piece of art that's in your bathroom that's a, an Ewok on, it looks, I think it's a Tauntaun with something a like bunch that. of Ewoks yeah. stacked on top of yeah. it. She found that piece on Macari and had to buy it.
1: Oh, awesome. Good for her. Yeah. They yeah, found that at uh, the Cobb Antique Mall. Nice. For like 20, 25 bucks or something like that. I think it was three pieces for that or something like that. But wow. yeah, I just grabbed it because it was so cute.
0: Yeah, she loves Ewoks. So her, she's Ewoks. I'm Boba Fett. And- that's our weak spots. Yeah. And now it's becoming Rebels because um, Hero Field, I should have said this earlier, but Herofield released a ghost print. Um, he does a lot of um, Star Wars inspired art and he did one for the ghost that released, uh, it would be two weeks ago, mm. but I, I bought it because I love doing, when I buy art, I try to buy artist prints. I try to buy limited edition stuff just because it makes it a little bit more special and whenever he releases something i try to buy his artist proofs just because it yeah it's an artist proof mm-hmm. and there's only 40 of them made awesome so, but i yeah that'll be here score yeah, two weeks ago
1: <laughs> two weeks ago
0: <laughs> it's so weird recording a, recording uh it should time, arrive in the past it'll arrive yeah
1: uh when will but... then be now <laughs>
0: But we don't want to lose our momentum because we're doing so awesome. And it's, it, it, you know, it builds every week. And I think if we didn't release a show, we'd lose a bunch of momentum. So yeah. we've got to, you know, we're suffering for everybody. Yes. And it's not really suffering because
1: we love doing this. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I'm looking forward to Toylanta to being my first. Um, I'm looking forward to not buying anything because I'm in timeout. I'm uh, looking forward to sitting at the Georgia table representing
0: yeah it'll be fun man i love like i said i, I love toy lana just because it's it, it's just it was my first big like toy show uh ten, 10 or so years ago and you just you learn so much and it just is an eye-opening experience and it, it basically i can I, i'll give a little bit of a history of uh toy lana it started off as Joe Lana. uh it's this is the 21st year last year would have been 20 but it got canceled so um This is the 21st year, I guess you could call it 20th, but they're calling it 21st annual. Uh, And it started off as Joe Lana, and it's just, it's kind of grown. And it was, uh, this this is the, uh, it's grown from Joe Lana into Toy Lana as more um, toy lines have started coming into the fold, because it started off as a uh, GI Joe um, convention. Hold on a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, had that coke kick in but uh it had it started off as a GI Joe convention and it still is primarily GI Joe but it gi Joe is starting to take more of a um a back seat to everything else that's coming in they you know they have one room that in the past because like I said it's a new uh event space this year so I I will we'll report on it next week uh, about everything we'll go we'll have a, a toy rundown next week but it'll be you know, last time they had one room that was primarily GI Joe's and then everything else kind of bled into other rooms. And you had, you know, you had a good, you have a good mix now uh, of toys and uh, it's just kind of blossomed from there. And it outgrew the old location and it moved to a location in Marietta, which for us is great because it's 30 minutes from our houses. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. uh, And it's just, it's the guys, there are awesome. Everybody that runs it's, you know, they're good people and, like I said, it's just if you're in Atlanta and you're not at Toyota, you're missing out.
1: You plan on wearing double masks?
0: Um, No. Are you?
1: Yes. So I plan on going because it's only 10 bucks. If I feel if I feel overwhelmed, there's too many people. If I'm getting too close to people, if I start feeling a little anxious, I'm just going to step out for a little bit.
0: I'm just going to wear like a bandana. I've got a little bit. Of a, uh, you know, I've got the face mask that covers the, underneath the chin, like the medical mask, if they yeah. want me to wear that.
1: You can't wear that bandana at Disney.
0: Right. I know I can't get away with it yeah. at Disney. I can wear my, because I do have a Star Wars, a cloth Star Wars mask that uh, if I do make it to Disney, if the reservation system lets up, because my, apparently my son has got a buddy that, you know, we're going to get some CM tickets. So, fingers crossed that the reservation opens back up again while I'm down there in April. Uh, and I can get into, you know, cry like a little girl again at galaxy's edge. But yeah, I do plan on wearing a, you know, full mask at, uh, uh, crap at Disney. Sorry. You got me talking Disney, man.
1: Sorry. No, I, I plan on wearing <laughs> a surgical mask and then one of the cloth masks on top of that. Cause we're so close to the end here. Well, in, yeah. in, in, in theory, with vaccines my wife's getting the vaccine soon because she's a teacher and so i'm just excited to uh to be close to the end but i don't want to get one of the variants or something like that so i'll be double masking and, and keeping my six feet from people and doing what i can to to be smart
0: yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they handle it uh because this will be like the most people i've been around since everything started um and, and i've been around people like, with my job i'm in and out of offices so i, I I've been careful, but I'm also jaded at the same time, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I kind of go with the flow of what everybody else is doing. I, I, don't, I know that's not the right the, the right answer. I, I don't know what the right answer is for for this time, you know, where we're at. Um, but yeah, if, I, if I'm in a, a crowd of people or, you know, I try to wear a mask and, you know, I'll go to Walmart and if I don't see, if I'm in an aisle by myself, I'll take a breather. But then the minute somebody shows up, I put my mask back on you know that kind that's sort of how i've I've been doing it It, like i said i may be freaking you out jason but that's sort of that's the way i've lived my life the last year and i've been pretty successful knock on wood living it that way but um yeah i'm i'm looking forward to it and then um
1: they don't call you glenn danger williams for nothing
0: exactly (laughs) (laughs) you know and and i I, like i said i don't mean to sound jaded but i've been out in it you know what i mean i don't know i yeah no I, i
1: understand I understand what you're saying. I just, um, I'm going to be more cautious and double up and
0: yeah, I definitely plan. I, I carried a uh, Perel with me anyway, but I definitely plan on, on making that a, a ritual, you know, um, getting in the habit of, of making sure that I've got my hands clean and uh, you know, and toy Lana it, it brings in an older crowd. So I'm going to be interested to see how they handle it. Yeah, uh, You know, cause the GI Joe guys are, are all older guys.
1: Yeah. That's a different breed. Yeah. it's a different breed of collector
0: it really is
1: um it's just night and day for star wars where Star Wars, everything is precious and you don't want to mess with it and you know there's a pecking order mint on card is great but some people will be like no i just want to open the card to get the weapon to it's just it's just so weird how like reproductions are okay in gi joe
0: yeah it, it I mean, really is and, and yeah, it's not only okay, but it's acceptable and it's promoted yeah. and it's, you know, hey, I can't get that, you know, you can't get this anymore, but here I'm going to go make one and everybody loves it. So, yeah, G.I. Joe is just, I've gotten in a good argument with people, G.I. <laughs> Joe guys over, you know, men on cards and, and reproductions and why the, you know, Star Wars guys thinks that, you know, it's not okay, but it's okay with the Joe guys. And yeah. I've actually, um, somebody actually did a good video about reproduction and stuff in the, in the GI Joe world versus star Wars world. And, you know, all in, it it ended up being satire because the stands, we, the circle stands that we use to display our figures are as a reproduction of a action figure stand that was in Europe. That's actually, if you find an original, you could never find an original one of them. So it was just sort of, you know, he's making this point and then he goes, Oh yeah, these stands you like are reproductions of, stuff that i can't find from action man which is what they call or action force is what they call gi joe in europe because they can't call him gi joe yeah
1: but there's no vintage action stand in, in star wars like no figure came right. with the so it's it's it doesn't hold any water i guess with the argument. right i guess
0: that's the point but yeah it's just it's i i don't yeah i don't support repo because it does you know you do you can somebody will end up getting ripped off down the road uh, i don't support people opening men on cards because they're not making them anymore right um and it, it it's it's through learning what it does and learning you know people watching people get ripped off and seeing what you know people spend their hard-earned money you know lose their hard earned money from people from ripoff artists that it's, it's not fun so you you know you back
1: off yeah so uh, that's just Toyland to week, and then in yeah. in a couple weeks we have another Retroville comic uh, toy collector. I can't I don't remember the official title, but another Powder Springs Toy Fair.
0: Right, that's April third, right?
1: April third or fifth or something like that. Yeah, let
0: me look. It's the week, It's the Saturday before Easter, which is the yeah. third.
1: I have a bunch of Black Series items that I think I might try to bring and see if anybody wants to trade for stuff. I have some vintage collection items, but some of that stuff is bent card back. So I don't know if people would want it.
0: You, you never know, man. People may want it just because, you know, you're going to sell it at a little bit cheaper price because it's got a bit card back and they may not care. So we'll see. At All least right. I'd
1: want to get at cost for it. You know, I spent 12 bucks. It still has a bent card back, but it still went to 12 bucks.
0: Right. I, I don't see yeah. why you shouldn't yeah. at least get cost out of them. So. But unfortunately, I'm, Supposed to be in Florida that week, so I'm going to miss it.
1: Florida. I guess I'll be going alone, flying alone, flying solo. Yeah. Flying solo and reporting back.
0: Yep. (laughs) But then we'll have IC the week after that.
1: That's the one that I have the most anxiety about because it's it's not so easy to back out.
0: I do know that they did release like a statement at IC and and the guy, uh, Michael Havens, who's the one that puts it on. He did go down to Disney a few weeks ago to quote unquote research. We all know he wanted to go to galaxy's edge. We all know any why you really went to any Disney excuse World. to write,
1: to write it off and go.
0: <laughs> I do the same damn thing. Of course
1: I jump on the opportunity. Uh, excuse <laughs> oh, Excuse me. Can... Where I, I know it's not part of the normal process, but I need to go to Disney to check something out. I'm going to write this off.
0: <laughs> but, uh, he released a statement or they released a statement that they are like the bandana thing's not going to work at IC. Good. They want, uh, you know, just like Disney, the nose and the chin, you know um, so I'm, I'm expecting things to be a little bit more um, structured at IC versus Toylanta, but you never know. We may get to Toylanta and they're like, all right, we're going to be, you know, strict. I don't know. I, that may be a difference between Georgia and Tennessee. I I don't know. I mean, you, I don't know. Our laws are a little bit more lax, I know, in Georgia, or they have been. So
1: that was weird. I mean, last, when was it? Last August, when the annual was supposed to happen, it was supposed to happen in Syracuse. And I had plans to go up and visit my mom. So we went up and the annual obviously didn't happen because of COVID. But when we were coming back, driving through every state, it was like mask, mask, mask. Even in Tennessee, everybody was wearing masks. You know, you stop at I stop at Target just to get out of the car if the kids need water, use the bathroom, and then I get to check for figures. But everybody was wearing masks, and then you hit Georgia, and it's just—it's <laughs> like, you guys know we're supposed to be wearing masks. Yeah. The second you cross the border, nobody was wearing masks at the uh, the travel center. So, yeah, yeah I'll, hey, I'll be wearing mask.
0: Yeah, that. Yeah, I'll at least have the the bandana on and and. Toy Lana, you know, kind of, or the gator or something. And if they tell me where, you know, I got to wear a surgical mask or something, a different mask, I'll have it on me because thankfully at my uh, job, we we can, we have a stack of them. So I'll grab them. Hold on a second. The wife's calling. She's at an antique store. Uh-oh. Hey. Hey, did you get my picture? No. what it is about? Oh, there's a text. It's that cigar. Oh, it's, uh-huh they're they're a little narrow but i think it'll still work yeah that'll work you won't be able to rest like your full width of the cigar in it sideways but it'll be at like an angle okay that'll be fine That's... okay cool Thanks. Cool. babe all right babe love you love you too right, bye. bye well it wasn't star wars stuff wah, wah. <laughs> but it is a cool star you know a cool little cigar crystal ashtray she found so yeah anyway um where were we at i don't remember
1: we were mask. talking about um, ICC.
0: ICC. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. If they do tell me, hey, you need to wear a certain mask, I'm not going to be that asshole that yells about Hitler. I'm just going to go, okay, cool, <laughs> and put it on. Because, <laughs> you know, it. if you want this stuff, you got to follow the rules. And that, you know, that's just how I learned. You follow the rules. And yeah. if you want to go to something and somebody like I want to go to Disney World, Disney says, you got to do this. You got to wear this mask. That's what I'm going to do if I want to go to Disney World.
1: Yeah, there's people spitting on cast members, pulling guns. It's just like, come on, people. Whatever.
0: Like I tell my kids, you're in the happiest mother place in the world. <laughs> Be happy.
1: Hey, this is a kid show.
0: I will bleep that out. No.
1: Good. Use <laughs> use the joy. <droid. laughs>
0: and then I got pissed one time and my son looked at me and went, dad. He repeated it back to me.
1: Well, We learn from our kids sometimes. It's kind Mm -hmm. of funny how that happens. Yeah. Um, So I'm excited about going to ICC and I will be interviewing as many people as I can so we can put together some sort of mega episode of interviews and our experience at ICCC.
0: Right. And we are actually going to be able to record a uh, podcast. I, I don't know if I told you or I know we've talked about it, but it hadn't, I haven't been like, Hey, Jason, we're going to record a podcast at IC." but Hey, Jason, yeah, we're recording a podcast at C
1: That'd be fun.
0: Yeah. And we'll be able to upload it onto the network. So as soon as it's done there within a couple of hours, I'll have it up, you know, up on the network. So we at least have a live report from IC and then we can do a recap the week after.
1: Yep. I'm going have to see if I can get like a hand recorder so I can just interview people if we bump into them. I know there's gonna be artists and actors and toy designers there. So
0: yeah, I know um shit. Jim Schwer- Schwer- swear, Sharp.
1: Swearing. Swearing. Uh, Swearing? Swearing.
0: No, the guy that the other guy. Not hold on. The, the Jim swear? Is that the designer? Jim Dejarin. Yes, Jim Dejarin. <laughs> yes, Jim is yes, supposed to be there. There he is. I I didn't want to get him mixed up with the Obi Rancho obi one guy because I I thought it, their names are close but
1: steven Sansweet.
0: Sansweet. never mind you see that s was there no. i suck at names
1: i do too especially with this big fat tongue in my mouth <laughs> there's something i've been meaning to to bring up yes um hold on a second she left it at the coffee table i'll be right back okay i'm gonna do a live unboxing do, 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 hold do, on do, do, do. all right i'm back awesome um, yeah, I mentioned this, I guess it's a couple weeks ago for the to listeners. Dear listeners, we mentioned this, but I, I just got it. It's my big bad toy store box that I ordered this week. So I'm gonna open it. Awesome. Um, did you see in the stores? I don't know if you've been to the stores lately and checked out the Star Wars aisle, the, the latest version of lightsabers that Hasbro's making,
0: the one that's a Luke Skywalker and a R2D2.
1: Yeah, on the hilt. It looks like somebody condensed their faces on the hilt of the lightsaber. Right. What are your thoughts on that?
0: For a five or six-year-old, it'd be perfect. But my grandkids play with real lightsabers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's Uh, no role-playing.
0: Right. I I think if you're looking for a cheap lightsaber to give to a kid, it's perfect. But they're still like $10, bucks, are not they?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's not. They look silly. They look cartoony. I would expect like Bugs Bunny to pick one up and start playing with it.
0: <laughs> they could have done a better job, but maybe it's them. just, hey, let's try it. and Maybe make some more money.
1: So I just I just got my VC-134 Leia Bausch, like bounty, because bow, bow, that's what it's supposed to be. Bounty Hunter, shh. it's a secret. Mark Rusciano likes to tell us that. Yeah. <sighs> And it's a pretty good likeness of Carrie Fisher, except she looks like she's half asleep. Oh. But I like how they um, carted it so that the mask that she wears is kind of in a bubble separate on top of it, mm-hmm. kind of like they did with the vintage version. But for whatever reason, I couldn't find it in store. And so now I have it. And So I'm just missing one of the, the, the Imperial Tanker, which was only available... It never hit store shelves. It was only available and on has repulse. It sold out like within a couple months. And if you didn't get it and pre-order it, you're not going to get it. I don't know if it was a couple months. I think it was shorter than that. But that's the only one I'm missing right now. So
0: Now, is that the one from um, Rogue One?
1: Yes. Yeah, there's okay. two versions. There's like a commander and then just like a tank driver, I think. I'm, I'm not getting that right. Someone in their car is yelling at me, and that's fine i I'm, a, I'm a, I can accept that, but
0: we we don't prove we just know about ninety percent of or hell we may make up half of what we talk about. But yeah, we're not a news we're not a news podcast, and we're gonna mess up.
1: On the top of my head, I just can't remember what it is, but there's two different versions of that, so that's the only one I'm missing, and that one's expensive. It's like ninety bucks to get that guy. Jesus, I keep hoping I keep hitting Ollies because they usually have some vintage collection figures and. They had Leia at one point, but I think she was like one to a case, so I never picked that one up. So big, big, bad toy store um, had some and I ordered one and it came and it looks pretty good. They have a good, uh, good shipping is nice bubble and everything and the nice firm bubble pack. Awesome. So,
0: yeah, that that piece of art that my wife got the guy, it was she was she was amazed because the guy had like a quarter inch piece of foam that he put another piece of cardboard you know, married them together and then slid the art in between it. So for like a $15 art, he's bagged it like it was a $50 piece of art. So mm. that was nice. But it's always nice when you get stuff that's packaged correctly.
1: Yep. Yeah. It's great. So I'm I'm glad that I'm only down to one last figure that I need for the um the, the vintage collection, the new version. All the old awesome. stuff that I don't have are the ones that are hundreds of dollars from the original run of the vintage collection.
0: Yeah. Speaking of Ollie's, have you had any, the, the, like the, it seems that it's been sort of dry the past few months. There's, you know, not, not getting stuff like they were.
1: Yep. It seems like after Christmas, everything just died off and they don't have anything. I'll go in there from time to time, but they don't have much.
0: Right. Well, I think what sucks is you get the people that know the stuff's worth money and they'll go buy them all. I mean, I, you know, you got to give them props for being, you know, being there when it first opens, but it sucks for everybody else.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's so frustrating sometimes to be a modern collector. Yeah. What else is there? Anything else we wanted to cover before we dump jump into dump into? Yeah. Um, displaying.
0: No, I think we got it all. Uh Yeah, because there's no. We're not going to talk about news because we're two weeks early, and if we talked about news, it'd be late.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> late breaking. I never got that term, late breaking, which means it's like cutting, cutting information, cutting edge information. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like it's like, oh, sorry, we're late breaking this 12 hours ago. This happened. (laughs) It's counterintuitive, I guess.
0: Right. Yeah. I I, I turned my page and it's blank, so I have nothing else.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We're just winging it.
0: We're rigging it, dude. Um, but yeah, we we want to kind of carry over the conversation because we were recording the the last two weeks podcast from two weeks ago just now, and we started to talk about our how we displayed our collection. So, uh, told, you know, I was like, hold on, let's let's stop here in this episode, and we want to start this new episode because um, it was naturally developing, and and I don't want to lose that, uh, you know, as far as collecting and and see how you know how our collection started and how it is now, as far as displaying things and, and, you know, just evolve the evolution of displaying collections and tips and comments and all that stuff.
1: I'm so excited to talk about this for the longest time for nearly a decade. I was in a house. It was a, it was a Cape Cod. So it's a small house. There was five of us. We had one bathroom. We had a leaky basement. I had all my stuff kind of positioned. It was kind of funny because it was all positioned in the Rubbermaid tubs, tubs, like the 30-gallon tubs. And I would put everything in that, and it would be nice and protected, but it would rain, and, and the water would seep into the basement, and I would have to move things around. And, and even to this day, I have some anxiety when it rains because I'm just afraid it's going to come into the house somewhere. But So everything was just in boxes for the longest time. And I would just dream of the day that I can open it up and put it on display. And so I'm I'm living the dream right now. And I love, I love how my displays positioned right now and how I have everything. And the one thing I wanted to capture, the one thing I love doing, and the reason why I'm still a modern collector is walking into a toy store and and going in and just browsing the shelves. And it's kind of left me jaded because my my obviously my wall is just full. If you've ever seen me in the the, the the Georgia talks that we do sometimes on the weekends, my back wall is just full with toys and you walk into a toy store nowadays and you're lucky if you find one thing on the peg.
0: Yeah. That's a good day when you find one thing on the peg. Yeah.
1: That is what I would always envision is pegs on, on the wall and displaying things like you're walking into a toy store. And that's what I've kind of captured. And I love it.
0: How did it evolve? So did you, when you moved into this house, you just automatically set it up like a toy store.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's a great question. So I knew I wanted pegs. So like, if you go a home Depot, there's just the Brown looking pegs. They're they're kind of like a muddy Brown color and they, they look raw and they're not the, the nice kind of peg board. And so I went on Facebook marketplace and someone had decided to peg wall their entire garage, but they had bought too much. They bought way too much. So he was selling them like two bucks a board. And I'm like, I'll buy as much as I can fit in my car right now, so I bought a bunch of that, and I still have some leftover pegboard that I'm just holding on because I know at some point I'm going to have to expand. I'm running out of space with the vintage collection figures, so I put those up on the back wall, and I got some—I don't know, one by half an inch. They're just small pieces of wood to kind of spacer between the wall, because when you buy all the the pegs themselves from like um, Amazon.com, I bought them in like packs of 50 for like 25 bucks or something like that they're about 10 inches long and I can fit about six figures per peg you still need some space because the way the pegs kind of go into the board and move up you need some space behind the peg board to to make sure that they have clearance in the back behind the, the board itself so I would make a frame around the wall I would first try to find where the um the studs were in the wall so that mm-hmm. way I was supporting the pegboard through the studs and not just the not just the wall the drywall itself obviously because there's too much weight and i'll pull it down and so once i had everything in place um, i was able to start you know going through and adding the pegboard and so it's like a half wall so the top half is all of the the vintage not the vintage neo vintage i would say from power of the force 2 all the way up to the force awakens
0: uh uh-huh.
1: There's no room for expansion unfortunately which is part of the drawback and then the bottom half is shelves half shelves that i got from ikea for the black series figures and so it's it's worked out pretty well i'm pretty happy with the display there
0: very cool and i know earlier you were talking about how you had the dole offs by the tv that's yes. that was that just an afterthought or was the, it thought out no i
1: have a problem with clutter and so that's part of the problem is i have problem with clutter and so I needed it to be organized chaos. So if everything looks, in, in my mind, if everything looks like they're balanced, I guess, mm-hmm. then I'm happy with it. And so um, I tried to get the two day lofts. What are they called? d I don't know. d It's Ikea. The, the two who, glass who Ikea, the, the normal collector cases from Ikea. I put those to flank my TV and I tried to organize everything in those but those are the sort of the quote higher end stuff. Like I I had visions that they would be all vintage stuff and I haven't got there yet, but after our last conversation two weeks ago, or for us an hour ago, I'm going to put all my pre-production micro machines in one of them. So I'm going to have to do some organization there and and make some space for that because all of my micro machines are in the hallway. So there's a hallway outside of my collection room and I've put all my micro machines out there. And so I can't see them other than going out there and just looking at them, which I do from time to time or walking past them to come into the room. And so, but I want to enjoy the, 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 pre-production items. So I'm going to make some room and put those in there.
0: Awesome. And uh, what, what did the, your wife, was your wife understanding when you took it all over, took that bottom room over?
1: Yeah, that was the understanding when we bought the house but this would be the Star Wars room. And I'm lucky that I was able to go out into the hallway. But uh-huh. beyond that, that's the point of no return. That's when all this stuff starts to turn to sand. There's a magical barrier that if it crosses that, that path, it just turns into sand in my hand. So I got to make sure that nothing crosses that door frame to go out into the quote unquote Disney room, which is the main living room. Right. But you do have the bathroom. I do have the bathroom. And there's the barrier just kind of stops right at the bathroom. <laughs> and so I, I can't go any further.
0: And that that's what I, the one thing I, I love, you know, because you're at your house, and you're looking and, and you're taking it all in. And then right when you think you take it all in, it's like, I, I got to go use your bathroom and you go to the bathroom and the, it's full of art. It's like
1: yeah, it's on my uh, bucket list, not my bucket list, my honey do list or whatever you want to call it to make a sign that says use the force with Darth Vader sitting on the on this throne. Yeah, I love that. So I want to make that myself, but I, I don't have time for that
0: that and i've also seen somebody uh do a sarlacc pit in their toilet
1: which yeah. that's just that weird. to me
0: yeah that doesn't make sense and it the how the hell does the sticker stick on when it's all always getting wet yeah
1: that's not i'm not doing that that's weird <laughs> it's just weird
0: mine started off when we was we were in, a, in another house and it was like a uh it was all an open floor plan and my dad, they moved my mom, my dad and my stepmom. They moved to Arizona from Georgia, and they had given me a couple of you know pieces of furniture and a couple of. You know, I've got a really nice curio cabinet, and I've got a really old school, nice old school bookshelf, and that was the only thing that really in that house held my collection. So all you know, it was to two cases, and when we were in that house we I kept it to those two cases and it, you know, it evolved and, you know, you keep adding stuff. And I, I look back, it's funny. I'll look back at like Facebook memories of like three, you know, about six or seven years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's like 20 pieces, you know, 10 figures or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, it was so cute. Um,
1: Simple times.
0: We moved here and I had art on the wall and, and my wife understood, you know, when we, when we got together, I'm like, I'm a star Wars guy. And she has encouraged me you know, into to encourage the collection. And then because she's a collector. She started collecting stuff. Uh, and then we moved into this house. I tried keeping it sort of the same setup, but I had it in the dining room. Um, and I had the same two cases in the dining room and, and they were one, the bookcase was kind of full of ships. And then the other case, the display case was full of uh, the figures. Mm-hmm. And when I, and they used to be just to kind of all sitting on the, on one shelf. And then when, um, I saw people go to like um, Bed Bath and & Beyond and get tea or um, spice racks, spice shelves. So they tiered and those worked out pretty good. And then when I saw Ian Sanderson stuff, I was like, I, I saw that in the Ryan's uh, collection where all his, he had the Ian Sanderson, the acrylic spacer stepping yeah. steppers yeah. on there. And I was able to take my collection from like a, an eight to a 10, just by, taking those spice racks out and putting the, the, um, the spacers in there, the steppers and do, do do yourself a favor and spend the money because you know, they can get expensive, but it just, it looks the visual of those steppers is, is incredible because they're acrylic and you can see everything and the light doesn't get, um, trapped, you know, it lets the light shine through on them. And there's nothing like a good, good piece of acrylic in your collection. Um, so anyway, and then we had a, a rumpus room downstairs for lack of better term. but nobody ever came down here. We had some workout equ- equipment. We had a TV, we had a, a, like a, a little art table set up and um, and a, the couch. And after we went to the winter social, the first winter social, and I saw Justin set up, I'm like, I want to copy that and just bring it downstairs because we don't have any you know nobody's using that space. Cause, uh, our daughter doesn't, she, you know, she didn't, you know, she never wanted to come down here for some reason. So I'm like, if she's not going to use it, cause I had it set up for her, you know, as her space and she never would never come down here. And my attitude is if you're not going to use it, I'm going to use it. So it started off with four bookcases. I had two tall ones and two short ones, and then those got filled. And then I said, well, you know, I've got another, well, first of all, we had a band, I had my band practice here, uh, and we had a band room and that was full of band equipment and then when the band left i took the uh, workout equipment and brought it in there so i could have more room in here and at that point one side, whole side with with shelves and then you know then another side went with shelves and then my wife's collection exploded and um, it was just sort of finding pieces we found cheap shelving at walmart And then we'd find stuff on Facebook Marketplace. And she found a couple of uh, shelves, uh, curio cabinets that I've got all my micro collection in. um, And she's got all her Ewoks and ET stuff in them. And um, those are downstairs, but um, I'm sorry. Everything's kind of running together. And then at one point I looked at her and I'm like, we're not working out it down. We're not using this workout equipment. I'm going to sell it and go into there. So I sold the workout equipment and went to Ikea and bought some bookshelves from them, and moved everything, moved a bunch of stuff into the uh, old band room. And um, I do have to say, if you're if you're trying to decide if you're going to buy a cheap Walmart shelf or an IKEA shelf, spend the money and go to IKEA because they just they go together a, a ton easier. Just the thought of an IKEA shelf, just the thought they put into it is you know they're they're great pieces of furniture. And uh, so do and I spend the money get the ikea stuff because it's just it's far superior absolutely um and you know i kind of kept the wall space above all my shelves because i'm we're into art so i've got art all over i've ran out of art room for art because both rooms are full of art uh i actually had to buy a portfolio to start putting pieces in as i because i'm gonna i think i'm gonna start rotating pieces but i haven't gotten that far yet to figure out what i want to do um but i guess the way that I keep my collection separated is the important stuff, quote unquote, the vintage stuff is all like upstairs. So all my, uh, my 92 run is upstairs. My, I've all, I, my ceramics are all upstairs. Uh, my, uh, all my prototype galactic hero stuff those are all upstairs in that curio cabinet because i'm just i guess i'm just scared of like a water pipe busting or yeah. you know to me it just it feels safer upstairs because i can but and i can look at it every day because i'll eat dinner and there's my collection um same thing with the art all the good pe- you know all my christian stuff is upstairs um so i can i can eat my lunch looking at my you know boba fett <laughs> christian wagner art mm-hmm. um and it just you Know I'm I'm lucky that my wife is understanding and she collects right along with me. So we've got it's it's busting at the seams. My father in law, you know, she'll buy something and he'll look at us and goes, You guys are the worst, because y'all just buy all kinds of crap. And I'm like, it's what we do. We you know, you can't travel right now. So what what else are you gonna do but buy crap to put in your overloading overloaded collection room?
1: Yeah I'll echo what you're saying about the Ikea bookcases those are amazing and they connect too like they've made them so that they can connect and I have like a maybe it's a quarter bookshelf that's at an angle with a bookshelf connected to it so they both support each other and they're kind of in the wall and there's different colors that you can get like in my collector's room I have it all black but you step out into the hallway it's all white and I I think that was important with the micro machines because they're so small and if i had gone with the black bookcases they would have been kind of swallowed up by the color it just would yeah. have been dark and with the white thing and i've, I've installed white uh, installed lights on each shelf so that it kind of pops even more and it just makes it seem more museum-like quality so i i think the ikea stuff is great
0: we did all black in the room and then when i expanded i I didn't. I like the way they look, but you get your pieces get lost in the mm-hmm. black shelving. So we went with all white, and it it makes everything pop. It doesn't. It's not visually appealing, but then when you're looking at your collection, it pops better. Yeah. Um, so that would be my other suggestion. You know, just suck it up and go with white if you don't want to do lighting. Because I didn't. I did lighting in here, but I did it cheap. I did battery operated lighting, and to try to replace three AAA batteries in about ten lights gets really expensive. So I just said forget it and they they're dead because yeah. <laughs> you can't use them you know you don't use them that often or when you go to use them they're all dead <laughs> so I just was like damn it yeah, and, and yeah you could put the lights in while you're building the case cases which makes it that much easier
1: yep. I've uh, so I knew my room would be cluttered I knew it would be popping at the seams and so to kind of counter that I made a rebellion si- symbol in, out of recycled pallet wood. I stripped the pallet wood, I made the, the template and cut it out, and painted it and stained it. So it's the red rebellion symbol, and I put it up on the wall, like the back wall. So it's there's one wall in the, in the room that's not cluttered with anything. It's just the simple rebellion symbol, and I did that on purpose just to try to balance it out somewhat. And I am I like it. I like that pretty much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like the way that yours is set up because I, I do like the organized chaos feel of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I've always I've always liked, um, you know, when people set it up like a store and they've got the pegs and you can, um, you know, it, it feels like a store and it's all set up and you can kind of dig through it. Uh, but I'm always uncomfortable kind of digging through that stuff because I don't want anything to fall and break.
1: The stuff that I have on pegs isn't worth all that much. Okay. I mean, like the Power of the four stuff you might get for five bucks. It's just not but I do rotate them. I'll go through every so often and just pull something from the back and put that up to the front. So there's some newness to the shells.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, It makes it feel fresh. And and then it just, I can see every figure. Like if it's on the peg, you can't see every figure. So you just go through every so often, switch out the the figures and dust them off a little bit. I, I did pick up a dusting cloth. It's the, the nano fabric. I don't know if that's the right term, but. It's just like a. It's it almost looks like a dish rag, but it's just a very fine um, threading in it, and it's really good with dusting. It picks up a lot of dust, and so, you know, you just go through, you dust it off, you you switch out the figures, you make it feel new and fresh, and that's my piece of heaven.
0: Got a um, autumn not an ottoman. What the hell? A futon, but it looks like a couch. Yeah, and I've purposely kept that in here, and I've got a couple of chairs you know, purposely in here so that you can come and sit down in here and just, you know, if you're having a rough day, you can come down and just decompress.
1: and you know, just my, stare at your collection. My couch is a fold-out. And we did that because when people come over, this is like, you can close the door and it's like a private bedroom. Uh-huh. So we have people sleep in this room before. It doesn't seem to be too cluttered or, or too busy for them. One thing that I did know from just cleaning in general, you try to keep stuff off the floor. And when things are off the floor, people will feel like it's a cleaner room. Unfortunately, I do have things on the floor, but I I tried to make it, again, organized chaos, make it like everything has its place on the floor and set in a way that it looks intentional and not sloppy.
0: Right. And I kind of did that the exact opposite (laughs) because I do, I, I purposely have stuff down here like that. If the the grandkids come down here, they know, okay, I can play with this. I can't play with, you know, um, you know, and they have. I have a. I got a Galactic Heroes, uh, most Eisley diorama mm-hmm. that I purposely set low on a on a table on an IKEA table that uh the kids can get to, so they know. Okay, I could play with this. Uh, I don't like them playing with it, but I know they're not going to break it, just because I, I I don't want my stuff breaking. But you know, if it does break, if if they break a, a figure, I know I can replace it fairly easy. Um But yeah, and I do keep. I've got stuffed animals. Cause you know, if the dogs come down here, I don't want them chewing on any of my stuff. So they have stuffies that they know that are theirs. And I, yeah, but I do kind of hate because what the one thing I do hate, and my wife doesn't listen to the podcast. So I could say this, we'll go shopping. She'll come downstairs, throw it on the couch and forget about it for like a week. And I'm like, it just annoys me because I want to keep this room looking good. Yeah. And like you said, ca- clutter and chaos just drives me wild. Yeah. And if I can control this room and keep it looking good, I I
1: will. Yeah, I'm looking at my uh, TV right now. I got some Xbox games that I got to put away. It's starting to bother me as we talk about it. I still have Christmas Vacation out that I got to put away and the Ewok movie. I have to put that away. So I guess I'll be cleaning after this. <laughs> and I try to get creative with my display. So there was, um, on, on one of the sides of my bookcases, there was just this big black space because it's the side of the bookcase, the exterior side. And so I'm like, what can I do with that space? And I went to Joanne's and I got a a sheet of um, uh, felt fabric. It's black. So it matches the color color of the bookcase. I kind of just draped it over the side. And that's where I put a lot of my swag that I've gotten from Celebration and other things. So it's got a lot of Disney pins on it. It's got patches. It's got, um, uh, what else? That's just pins and patches basically, but you know it's all it's all on this fabric piece of fabric it's all dangling there it's just another way to display that kind of stuff that for the most part would end up in a box and in, in a drawer somewhere you know i wanted to make sure that it was on display because i do enjoy collecting that stuff and putting it on display
0: i love the way you use every inch of your collection room like you were just saying you're like i've got the space and i'm gonna put a you know do the cloth so you you know um, and it just is everywhere you turn. There's something to look at. And, you know, you did the, the Woodrow Hill, the, the, that patch set looks great. You did like a little altar to that. Yep, it's I don't a know, It's a shrine. Hell <laughs> <Hood>. <laughs> it's done so well. Um, uh, and mine's just sitting in a, in a, in the cup, I've got the cup sitting there and it's all, you know, you could see the cup and it's sitting there and you, you know, if you want to go look at it, you can open it up, but yeah. I don't have the space or I, I guess I don't have the space or the desire to, display patches i yeah. do have a caulk board that i have all my pins in you know from disney and you know just a random, you know random pins we collect but yeah patches are just that's another totally different game yeah. patches and swag is trying to display that stuff's insane
1: yeah you might want to get a booklet like you were just saying a portfolio for your posters get like some sort of scrapbook and put some of that stuff in there so you have it and you can flip through it and, and enjoy it
0: yeah that i was thinking the same thing just yeah. now i was like maybe i should do that
1: I even got J hooks because I have drop ceiling in my room for whatever reason they decided not to finish it. So it's got a drop ceiling, and I got J hooks, and those will those kind of stick and clip onto the drop ceiling. And I've hung the Slave One in one corner, and then Target had a was it like Hero size X wing at one point? Mm-hmm. And it was just, and I think it's like Black Series um, scale for the X wing, and um. I put that up there, but I also stripped off all the stickers and, and sanded it down and repainted it myself. And I tried to give it a um, weathered look. I think it's good from far, but far from good. When you get close to it, it kind of just looks like I dumped a bunch of colors on it, but, um, but yeah. One
0: of those 10 feet X wings.
1: No, not one of those.
0: Where it looks good from 10 feet.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. It's one of those. Yeah. Oh, that was so fun because I, I, there's a technique where you put mustard on the piece and then you paint over the mustard and then once everything's dry you wipe off the mustard and it looks like it's battle damaged oh wow so you just put little blobs you like you'll take it you'll put mustard on a toothpick uh-huh. and then you just kind of trace the area that you want to paint whether that's you know scratch marks if it's a scratch mark you just drag the um the mustard along the side if it's like in the corner and you just want to make it look like it banged you got the i am trying to say like you you scuffed it like in the corner most most of the time when you hit something it's up front so you know i'll start in the front corner where i want to paint a square and i'll dab the corner with the mustard a lot of mustard and then once the paint dries you just wipe it away and it looks like you know like it just got hit by something like whether it's a meteor or an asteroid or whatever it it looks pretty good
0: awesome i've heard the same thing with like salt water You can do something with salt or salt water that you paint it and then you wipe it off and you've got all the, you know, burn marks and stuff.
1: Oh, I don't know about that technique. You can do the same thing with with mustard or or toothpaste, I think. But I don't know about the salt water. I know you can buy fine powder and you just like sprinkle it onto it and it looks like it's scorch marks. Uh Then you have to seal that up with like a clear coat. But I try to do that with black paint to some effect. You know, you dip the black paint into to water and kind of loosen it up so it doesn't have the 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 um, contrast it doesn't it's not as dark and it's just more light and it seems like it's dirtier so that's hanging up above me as we talk and i have to be careful sometimes when i stand straight up because i'll hit my head on it and i start to shake
0: (laughs) yeah the only thing i've got hanging from my ceiling is i've got a a tie fighter popcorn bucket i I think it's from last jedi or something Mm. i can't tell what it says on the it's not from Disney, but I.
1: Yeah, I got one of those that I put up in in the drop ceiling. Uh, I got uh, uh, from Brookstone when they were closing. I got a, a four sided display that I put all my like the vintage looking Black Series figures and the vintage collection itself. And I had uh, just bought that X Wing. Excuse me, the Millennium Falcon. I'm looking at the Millennium Falcon, saying X Wing, but I got that that uh, Galaxy's Edge X. <laughs> Galaxy's Edge Millennium Falcon from Smuggler's Run. And I I needed a place to put it because you're not going to spend a couple hundred bucks on something and not display it. So with that Brookstone display that I got, I just got a a sheet of of plywood and put that on top, cut it down to size. And it's like, if you're looking from the top down, it's eye-shaped, the um Brookstone display. So if you're looking straight down at it, there's four sides. It kind of comes in in the middle, so that's the eye. And then there's the top part, if that makes any sense. It's like a capital I looking down. And I just was able to put the the, um, the, the piece of wood on top of it. And I did my best to try to paint it the same color, which was like a um, matted steel gray. And then you just put the falcon on top of it. And that works out pretty well. And that's my eye level. So I'm able to walk by and, and see it every time that I come to my desk. And I like that a lot.
0: Yeah. There again every inch man i just yeah. yeah and uh just how you went to brookstone the you know to find you know when it, when it, when it, you see something going out of business go check out their displays because i picked up a a spinny display like a four-sided spinny display that's uh like a foot in diameter and uh that's why i keep all my hallmark ornaments and uh because it, it fits right in the corner of a room and i could put them all on there and leave them all, you know, leave them dis- out for display year round yeah. uh, and you could spin it. So you can, you know, somebody can come and, and look at all of them. And it's just, it's a cool, it was, you know, cool idea, cool, cool way to display them. And I paid probably a quarter of what it was worth. Yeah.
1: When I was up in New York. So my family came down to Georgia first, like in the summer. And then I came down in December after we sold the house up there. And so there was six months when I didn't have kids. It was, don't tell my wife this, it was great. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have to do, I didn't have to put kids to bed. I was able to stay up past 10. Like sometimes some nights I went to bed at 1030.
0: Oh my God.
1: Yeah. And I was able to like go to the bathroom without anyone knocking on doors. Like if there's heaven, that was it for six months. So there was some stuff that I had to do to fill some time. And there was a department store that was closing and they had a, a table. Maybe it's about, I don't know three inches no, three three feet wide by five or six feet long I mean, maybe that's too much but maybe it's four by like two and a half anyways it's going out of business and i was like that's a good thing that i can display the sale barge on. because i knew that was coming and so it was it was covered in like a black latex and i think they did that for like because it was going to be in a store and it was going to get beaten up and to protect the, the table itself so I was able to strip off that black latex, sanded that off. And then I added, uh, I painted it, stained it and cleaned it up really, really well. And I was like, what more can I do with this? And my wife had a circuit machine. It's not a circuit, it's a silhouette, which cuts out vinyl. And so she, she was down, I gave her the dimensions of how big I wanted this thing. And she was able to cut the Star Wars logo out of, out of um, vinyl. So I was able to apply that to the table had to line everything up because it, it didn't turn out perfectly but I tried my best to make it perfect and so it was the Star Wars logo and I painted that a dark dark brown so it st- sticks out from the wood grain on the table and then I to match it I made a border around the table to match the brown that I used for the Star Wars and anyways it ended up being a coffee table that I have in the in my room here it's sort of a centerpiece at this at this moment but it was just too good to put the sale barge on, so I didn't. I didn't do that. So it's just it's a coffee table now. It's a pretty cool coffee table with the Star yeah. Wars logo on it.
0: Yeah, it looks great, man. I've seen it.
1: So yeah, I'm just echoing. Go to those stores and see what you can find, and see what you can salvage, salvage, and add it to your your display. And then over time, things will get messy because it's You're messy right. now. Like I bought. I'm such a I'm such a weird guy. I I don't like opening figures, so I bought the um. There's a three pack with the Java sail barge guys and they're, they're just, they're like hanging out on the sail barge right now and they're still on cart. <laughs> they're in their place where they would be if they were on the sail barge, but I just haven't gotten around to opening them. So it's starting to like, I'm going to have to start cleaning up and doing stuff like opening figures that I intend to put on the sail barge and,
0: I have a closet that I keep everything in, and I my my rule of thumb is if I can't display it or if I leave it in the closet too long, I try selling it because it just to me it's not worth. I don't want to be one of those collectors that has a bunch of crap in tubs because you know that's kind of pointless. Yeah,
1: that's that's not the point. Yeah, you want to put it on display and enjoy it and absorb it, absorb right. the energy. It's room decor, it's not box decor.
0: Right. Well, that's one thing the the guys are saying last night on or two
1: weeks ago (laughs) yeah i missed it so tell me
0: uh you know when when mark asked did they ever think that the stuff they worked on 40 years later you know stuff that they touched or whatever people would be working you know would be fighting over it basically or would be that collectible uh and they were like these toys weren't meant to they were meant to last a year and then we made them to last a year get thrown away and then they you move on to something else they never expected this stuff to last 40 years so, yeah, it's just, it's funny to hear, you know, ev- room decor and, and stuff.
1: So. That just speaks to the quality of Star Wars and the myth making. Right. So there's one piece that I'm, I'm, I'm looking to um, do right. So I got the pin set from Left Coast Graphics of Salacious Crumb. It's the Salacious Crumb pin. It's a uh-huh. Jabba the Hutt patch. And then it comes with box art that looks like the box art from the vintage Jabba the Hutt so i'm looking for a way to display that but because it's three different mediums i know they make them and so i'm on the search for it there's multi-pane shadow boxes meaning that there's like three panes of glass that you can display things in so i'm looking for that and i want to put the back to be the the box art this the middle frame to be the java patch and then the outer frame to be the salacious crumb pin wow and then i want to put that in the hallway where um I'll be able to see it.
0: Right. Just don't pass that imaginary line.
1: No, because I don't want it to turn to sand. <laughs> sand gets everywhere.
0: Yeah. What
1: does is, what is Anakin say? I hate, I hate I sand. I hate sand. It gets everywhere. It gets up your crevices. and I don't think he goes that far.
0: But he right. wanted to
1: say it. It was on the tip of his tongue, but he's like, Padme's here. I don't want to say anything like that. <laughs>
0: been fortunate my wife likes chewbacca and ewok so i can kind of sneak some of the art throughout the house and uh once a few years ago we were kind of looking at things and the only rooms in my house that doesn't have anything star wars related are the bathrooms and it's they're getting close to stuff getting in those so i've been really fortunate
1: yeah i think the uh the disney room does have some star wars stuff in it which is our living room. It's it's themed after Disney. We got a bunch of Disney stuff, and we try to keep it organized and clean. And there's like Disney store keys. We have the Star Wars ones. And I did get the um, cast, not the cast. Yeah, it was cast member preview of Galaxy's Edge map, which is just a map onto itself of just Galaxy's Edge that it would hand you as you walk in. And I got that framed, and that's it's like on the other side of the bathroom so it's like close to you have to go search to find it it's not out in the middle of the disney room i did try to get the um pennant that i got from star tours in the disney room and i'm still working my wife on that one Uh because it is disney but i haven't gotten yet. yeah she needs to let you do it yeah right
0: (laughs) (laughs) have you uh speaking of star tours there is a like last ride of star tours something you, you should i haven't looked into it but i've seen it it's pop a kickstarter
1: doc i should i should really um yeah i haven't looked into it but i when is this was the last tour to endor
0: yeah or something like that
1: and i didn't realize it was a short film which is a good topic because my friend was part was part of the um that bosk film and hold on let me let me. So Screen Rant went through and ranked the 15 best Star Wars fan films of all time. Uh huh. And his his film was 12. Wow. So there's number 15 was TK436, a Stormtrooper story from 2016. I don't know if I've ever seen that one, but it looks like it's about a Stormtrooper, obviously. 2007, 14 Dark Resurrection, which looks like it's about a, a it's an Italian based Star Wars film, and it's some sort of several centuries after return of the jedi so maybe the sith comes back 13 is the classic hardware's war from 1978 <laughs> it made
0: that was a, wow it that's, made that's...
1: nearly one million dollars off of its eight thousand dollar budget wow i remember that i don't know if i've ever seen it through i've seen pieces of it and that's where the last jedi when the um the um iron comes down to steam the the suits that was a takeoff of hardware wars wasn't it i think so it had to be so number 12 is boss scorp keeper which is which is take a take off of the predator where all these rebel 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 soldiers go into the forest to try to find an asset which turns out to be dr Afra. And one by one boss start picking them off just like the predator in the movie the predator I sound less excited because I've already tried that once, and I don't know if Glenn's going to cut that out. But <laughs> number eleven is Rebel Scum. I don't know if I've seen this one, but it looks like it's an Empire Strikes Back uh, take on like uh, it looks like the Hoth from the Rebel uh, the Imperial point of view, I should say.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Number ten, Star Wars Destroyer from two thousand seventeen. It looks like X Wings battling Star Destroyer. Number nine, which I think is probably my favorite fan film of all time, so I would put this as number one. Troops from nineteen ninety-seven. Did you ever see Troops?
0: No, the only one I've seen is Scorekeeper and Hardware
1: Wars. Oh, you gotta see! You gotta find out Troops because it, it's it's a parody of um, Cops. They even uh-huh. use the Bad Boys theme, but it tell <laughs> okay. it's it's a pair of stormtroopers, sandtroopers, investigating where the droids went
0: oh my goodness and so they're okay. just
1: yeah they're like giving jawa's a hard time you see what happens to uncle owen and Aunt Peru. but there's times when they kind of like talk to the camera like office style but it's just like yeah we're looking for these guys and you know it's classic it's classic so i would all say right. if you haven't seen anything check out troops on on youtube
0: troops all right now i totally spelled it wrong I can't spell either, so.
1: The Dark Redemption, which is number eight from 1999. I don't know if I've ever heard that one. Oh, Star Wars SC-38 reimagined, scene 38, mm-hmm. which is fairly recent, but it was almost like George Lucas decided to, once again, redo the scene from Star Wars where Obi-Wan Kenobi and Ben fight each other on uh-huh. the Death Star, but they stretch it out to, like, three or four minutes, and it's just this epic battle that rivals... um uh, the, the battle at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Have you seen that one?
0: I've seen bits and pieces of it, yeah. but I haven't watched it.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. It's got great choreography. It's 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 pretty exciting, actually. It's something that you would think George Lucas would be like, oh, I don't like that. That's kind of boring. Let's redo it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Number six, Star Wars TIE Fighter from 2017, oh, 2015. That's the anime version.
0: Okay, I've seen that one.
1: Uh, number five, Kenobi from 2019. I don't know if I've seen this one. Oh, it looks like they got James Arnold Taylor to do the voice of Obi-Wan. Huh. That's pretty legit. Right. Shadows of the Republic, number four, which looks like Republic Commando. This is a six-minute six minute film that features them. I'll have to check that one out. Number three, Star Wars Revelations from 2005. I don't know anything about that. Number... Two Darth Maul apprentice from 2016. I think I've seen this one at a $2,500 budget, $25,000 budget, excuse me.
0: Oh, well, that must be good, then.
1: Um, and then number one is Vader episode one, Shards of the Past from 2018. I think that's the guy that did, um, oh, he's a YouTuber, Star Wars Theory guy. He, he produced his own fan film about Darth oh. Vader. So that's according to Screen Rant, the top 15 star wars fan films of all time and it's just so cool my friend who just i mean it released what earlier this year yeah it was thing, this year yeah this yeah. is number 12 already so it's pretty good press for them right awesome well one more time
0: toylanta Toy toylanta Toy toylanta, toylanta. <laughs> cha-ching cha-ching cha-ching
1: <laughs> yeah so look forward to doing that report next week on what happened in toylanta I plan on having a camera, a video camera. So I might make like a quick doc about my experience, awesome. but I did a quick Toilanta search on YouTube and it seemed like it's been done before. And I don't want to be another annoying YouTuber.
0: Oh, come on.
1: I don't, I say that with love. I just, <laughs> what I what I really don't want to be is just another number. I want to try to give it unique voice and a unique um, a twist on things. And if I can't find it, then why bother? It's just going to be part of the noise, but. All right. We'll bring the camera. You'll, cool. you, you'll get an hour of me sitting at the Georgia booth.
0: <laughs> Fast forward.
1: Just with my feet up. Hey, what's up? Stay six feet away, man. Yeah. Too close. Join us, but stay away. <laughs> Find us on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, How about take a take a card? Yeah. T- take the smugglers galaxy card. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best sounding podcast this side of Coruscant. Yes. The other side is prototype and production.
0: that one will put you to sleep no i love you david
1: don't do that
0: (laughs) no i love david david's got what it is his voice is just so soothing
1: yeah he's got a great voice and that's that's still my favorite podcast and and i'm on a podcast a star wars podcast
0: yeah well i steal some of his ideas so
1: (laughs) yeah that's the other thing (laughs) that's the other thing like i'll come up with an idea and then be like no david quinn thought of it it's like the Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. Simpsons, <laughs> Simpsons did, it.
0: did everything.
1: David Quinn did it. Can't do it. Like I don't even want to have guests on because he said guests on. Yeah. But that's something I want to do is have more guests
0: on. Yeah, we can work on that. That'd be cool. So. Well, awesome. Well, we'll talk about Toiletta more next week. We
1: did it. Yeah. Two episodes in one day.
0: Yay!
1: <laughs> I'm going to go get Jason- some lunch. We started yeah, let's at breakfast, go eat. Was like, <laughs> yeah.
0: I was gonna have a beer during this one, but I hadn't eaten yet, and I'd be like, "Really, so. <laughs> I think my wife's bringing home tacos. So. Oh, we'll tacos! There you go. So, Jason, have a good day, man. You too. This is the way. This is the way. Uh-